Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another week here on the Reddit Asks Us podcast. I want to just welcome and take a moment to uh, commemorate all of my beautiful, wonderful listeners from all over the globe. I'm really, really psyched and excited that everyone is back here today for another beautiful Tuesday uh, listening to the show. Now, it is February, everyone, and also happy Valentine's Day to those uh, who celebrate Valentine's Day. I guess it's going to be the 14th when this episode gets released. So um, don't use Valentine's Day to uh, strictly, um, you know, praise your significant other if you have one. You know, use it to just tell your friends that you love them. Use that use that opportunity to tell your family that you love them. And all the people who you who are important to you in your life, and just make sure it's to me. I think it's a reminder more of of relationships. You know, any relationship, whether that be a friendship, you know, brother, sister, family, mother, father. I think it's just important to just you know remind people in your life that that you care about. Uh, that you love them. So uh, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. And also I'm wishing everyone a, a nice February because it is February. We are in the, the the middle, the deepness of winter. So of course that can be a contentious time for people. But anyways, why don't we go and start off and open the show? So welcome to the Reddit Asks Us podcast where we read and react to comments from r slash ask Reddit. I am your host, Luke Dick. Remember, if you're watching on YouTube, remember to like, remember to comment, and subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts, please, please, please leave us a juicy rating and also a review. Uh, remember, uh, if you want to reply to one of the episode uh questions just go to my youtube channel at reddit asks us and comment your response under the most recent episode and i will read that comment out aloud for everyone to hear so remember yeah that you can do that so why don't we just start off with with last week's episode so last week's episode was a fun one it was uh what did someone say to you that was immediate red flag i had to kind of re um retool the question um rephrase it because it was a little bit long it was like oh what did somebody say with you in the first minute of meeting them and you were like yeah i'm probably not going to uh stay friends with this person which is very valid so uh vortex says uh someone once sat next to me in the cinemas uh they were watching avatar 2 also great movie i really enjoyed avatar 2 and a good 20 minutes into the show looked at me and just said i farted like bruh i did not need to know that uh, yeah, that is a little bit like, like, I don't know. I think, man, I, maybe this is just me, but maybe I think we're just coming out. We're like, we're still, guys, we got to realize, man, coming out of the pandemic is still very fresh. We're still, you know, six months out ish from, from that event sort of, or six, seven, eight, maybe months out. We're not even a full year away, you know, yet from the, uh, from being in that sort of pandemic state. And I think people are just figuring out how to socialize again, but you got to go through some trial and error. You got to do it. And, uh, Vortex, I hope that you above anything else, maybe just went, you know, I, um, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to be your friend. I'm sorry. I just, I know that we're probably not going to get along, but just for future reference, just for just, you know, as a future, you know, little bit, little nugget, here of advice, you probably shouldn't tell people that. It's probably no one. No one really needs or wants to know that. Nobody really wants to hear that. It's uh, 
It's not really very useful to for information to anyone. And uh, it's not an icebreaker. It's not a real good icebreaker, you know? You know, an icebreaker is something like, oh, I just love that part, or, you know, waiting to, being excited and being, nudging the person next to you going, whoa, you know, something like that. No, you know, I wouldn't say that, that uh, telling people about your um, unsavory bodily functions is uh, is a great, great, you know, uh, Kickstarter for conversation. So anyways, why don't we just hop into today's episode? So today's episode comes again from our favorite subreddit, Ask Reddit. Um, what does everyone do but won't admit? Now, this one kind of seemed interesting to me because we... We are very, we are flawed as people. See, this is, this is, I was talking about this with, with some of my friends recently, and it was the fact that some of the movies and TV shows, uh, and a lot of, a lot of movies and TV shows that are becoming, uh, very mainstream, you know, that are trying to be appealing to a wide variety of audiences, which is, you know, totally understandable, um, it can sometimes come across that these particular, uh, movie studios or companies or corporations have a sort of agenda. And I don't want to say this in terms of being like our movies shouldn't get more progressive because I think that it's as, as things are getting more inclusive and progressive, that's a that's a really great thing. Um, all around, you know, being inclusive. It's, it's I, you know, I, I welcome all sorts of and types of inclusivity. It's just the way that these companies tend to go about it is can feel very forced and actually kind of feels very disingenuous to the people they are trying to represent because um, I find often that when they write characters who have you know a, a more progressive nature sometimes that they these characters are meant to be depicted with no flaws and and coming from a, a sort of moral uh, hierarchy like a, a a higher moral place and not not that they can't it's just that i think when we're talking about human beings it's it's much um it's much easier to relate and it's it's much easier to to feel the power and emotion and empathy of a story when we understand the flaws that everybody as a human being is subject to Right, you know, just because you might belong to a certain group in in some sense, um, doesn't necessarily mean that you know you're immune to to um, flaw being flawed as a human being and 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 making bad judgments or or saying things that we you know regret saying like with just human stuff right the aspects of of our nature about being human and I find that the TV shows and the movies that 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 allow us to tap into this this inherent struggle as a human being makes us connect with the characters even more um and it can it can it can make us feel that we can relate because everyone has internal struggles right everyone has um a sense of duality you know this is like like sex education this is a great example because um like it is, it is a, it's a show that depicts a, a people from a wide array of, of um, ethnicities and sexualities and and sexual um, orientations, and it allows you to connect with the characters and their struggles, 
because they're shown as real human beings, not as flawless characters who don't ever make wrong decisions or don't do, you know, don't mess up or screw up sometimes, you know, but then when they do good things, we feel vindicated by them and we feel like we can stand by them because we are rooting for them, you know, because we've seen them go through their struggles. Whereas when we don't see struggle, we just, we just, you know, see a perfected character. It feels like, it feels very, it feels forced and it doesn't feel genuine. But when we are able to connect with these characters because of the understanding that if we were in their position, we might have done something similar or we might have fallen, fallen victim to a, to a given choice, then it's easier for us to, to relate to that. And, um, so, and this is why this question just st- stood out to me because there's a lot of things that, that we do, um, in, in our daily lives, uh, that we aren't proud of, you know, or not even say that we might be not proud of, we might be ashamed over or whatever. And we, but yet we all do them and, and yet at the same time, nobody wants to admit them. So I think it's, I think it's important that we all kind of, you know, every once in a while, take a, take a look at our lives and, and ask ourselves like, Oh, is this like, you know, is, is what I'm doing? Like, you know, is it, is it that bad to do what I'm doing or is it, is it a all right thing to do? Or, you know, just, just a, a self-evaluation sort of thing and understand that even if you, uh, also you can connect with people on the idea that, that, you know, everybody, everybody does everybody's weird everybody has weird things no nobody's nobody's a completely flawless person so anyways let's just go let's let's dive into our human flaws uh, one kind of erotica comment says give advice that they don't follow and then my day fucking sucks <laughs> uh, replies and says asks for advice and doesn't follow I feel like I feel like I'm 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 victim to the first one like oh my god this is just uh, I, um, like, I don't know. I, I like, I like conversation. I like philosophy. I like, I like moral conversation. And I try to give people advice that has helped me in my own life. But the thing is, is that it's not like, it's not like I still don't make those exact same mistakes. You know what I mean? Like, like, for example, this, this happened to me just recently. This is a perfect example, perfect example. Okay. I'm always telling people this. I'm always telling people this. I'm always telling people that, um, I, I, I think that, um, a lot of things that make us upset in our lives. And this is, this goes back to something, you know, I, I'm a real, I really, um, subscribe to a lot of aspects of Buddhist philosophy and, and, um, this is one of the central tenets and this is something I totally agree with and it's that that a lot of a lot of struggle and suffering and frustration in your life uh, is caused by your attachment to things and and uh, the relationships that you create with those things and that's normal that's human but but it's understanding those relationships and being able to when those relationships cease to exist being able to understand that that's the nature of life right like when has everything anything ever remained the same you know, no, this never happens, right? Everything is constantly f- changing all the time. There, this, the the universe is in a is an is in an inherent state of impermanence. There's no such thing as something that lasts forever. The sun will die. It will take billions of years, but the sun will die, and the Earth will never exist. The Earth won't exist anymore in its current form, and. And probably at one point it's probably, well, you know, it might exist in, in the terms of the atoms that made it up might be within the universe still, but you know, it's probably going to be swallowed up by a supernova at some sort of some point in time. So, um, I don't know if, I don't even know if our sun goes supernova. I have no clue, but, um, 
But you know what I mean. When our star dies, you know, our solar system is over. So things things in the universe are are inherently are inherently non-permanent and they never stay the same. And um so when you lessen your attachment to things because things ultimately have you know will come and go, then we can we can be less frustrated because we can understand that relationship and start to live within harmony and lessen our attachments to things. Um and understand there were those relationships. And so, for example, so on, on New Year's Eve, this past this past New Year's Eve, I lost my a jacket, a brand new jacket that I had just gotten for Christmas. And it was I wanted this jacket so bad. It was uh it was just like a one of my one of the only Christmas gifts I actually asked for was this jacket. And the first time I wear it out to an, a social event and outing, I lose it. It's gone. And I am Oh, I was, I was so frustrated. I was so angry. I was low key kind of devastated because I, I just, I had wanted this jacket for so long. It's something I really didn't, you know, couldn't really buy for myself. And, uh, like maybe I could, but it's just, it wasn't the right climate for me to be purchasing this. You know, I'm a college student. I can't be spending my money on, on jackets every weekend. You know what I'm saying? So, um, Anyways, I had lost this jacket, and I was so frustrated and devastated, but I ended up actually getting the jacket back, and I got, and all of this relief and all this stuff had come over me, but then I had, I had thought about it to myself, and I'm like, well, I'm such a hypocrite, like, what, what do I tell people to do? You know what I mean? Like, I always tell people, oh, listen, your attachments to things, because things are impermanent. Jackets rip. They get destroyed. They get lost. That's the inherent, that's the inherent part about having a jacket. The, the if you own a jacket if you own anything it has the capacity to be lost destroyed um uh you know moved changed uh uh stop working just anything can happen to it right it has if, if the view of a thing that thing has the capacity to be changed and i'm always telling people to then lose their their attachments to these things and then what do i and because it'll it'll make them less frustrated when those things end up breaking well what happened to me jacket lost and I was f- so angry. I was so frustrated. But, you know, it, I, I, I have to also at the same time forgive myself because, you know, what am I going to do? Beat myself up over it or am I going to use that as a learning experience? So I chose, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still working on it. But I'd probably say like that. That's probably one of the worst things for me is I, I, I'm the worst at giving advice and just like not following. I'm always like telling people, follow, follow your dreams, follow what you're interested in. It's like like it's, you know, that that easy. Um and then same thing, ask for advice and, and don't follow. I'm, I'm less, I'm less like that, but I, I, uh, I do know, I have had some friends who, who have had that to be in like an issue in their life. It sounds it's like George Costanza. It's like George Costanza on, on Seinfeld. He's always, he's always like asking for advice or, or getting advice from Jerry or, but he's like constantly sabotaging himself. You know what I mean? Like, it'll be like, um, George is seeing seeing some some girl and he's like the the episode that we that we just watched and it was like um you know george george doesn't like this his girlfriend's roommate and then so jerry's like oh well then you know you got to figure out how to get you know how to how to how to get rid of this roommate or whatever and then he follows this advice and then it ends up not working out for him but that wasn't a great example but you know what i mean if you watch seinfeld george costanza is a self-sabotaging uh, guy, and and it's because like he gets all this advice, but then he just purposely doesn't follow it. Um, but yeah, I think we're all guilty of that to an extent. All right, next one comes from 
The Seamus. Rehash conversations or plan future ones with people who aren't there. Bun Buns in Love says, and there's something called maladaptive daydreaming that is totally a totally different level where you can go from rehearsing conversations and events incessantly trying to find an ideal version to putting yourself in totally fictic fic fic oh my god i f- fictive situations um and fantasy worlds for hours a day that yeah i i don't know about about hours in the day but i feel like i do this all the time i do this all the time i never i never know like in the moment oh my god this happens to me in class all the time where i'm like the the a question is put to the class and then i'm like oh i have this thought and so then i put my hand up and i say it out loud and then it does not come out the way that I intended it to. And then my professor kind of looks at me and he's like, hmm, like, what are you saying? What are you saying? And I'm like, I don't know what I'm saying. I really don't. Maybe I should just keep talking until words make sense. But it doesn't work out. And then, like, I'll just replay that over and over in my head. Until I'm like, no, 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 I should have said this, I should have said this. Oh, and then when I said this, oh, my professor would have definitely said this. No, this happens to me all the time. And the thing is, too, is that um, this happened to me a lot during COVID, too, because I had, I had like a very, very, um, I was deprived of social interaction during COVID. So then when I started going out and having like conversations with, with strangers again and, and everyday people, it took a lot for me to be able to regain those conversational skills. And, like, even something as simple as, like, small talk. Small talk is actually so hard. Like, what do you say? Like, I like, how do you like weather? You know what I mean? Like, the shoes. Are your shoes comfortable? Do you like your shoes? I, uh... (laughs) I used to be just like so I got so terrible at this, but I I had to really push myself for a really long time to like have small talk conversations with people again so I could learn how to talk. And I and it took me taking it took me a long time and taking or having very many embarrassing conversations with people. Very many times where I would just be like 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 oftentimes like I would just skip this small talk and just go right to something deep. I would just be like, yeah, you know, um, the, uh, the rate at which the, uh, the earth is spinning is actually speeding up. Isn't that weird? People would be like, what are you talking about? Like, I just said that my day felt short today. Like, what are you, like, what? I was like, yes, time is actually speeding up. People are like, what are you talking about? And then I just start saying random things. Because I think it's like I'm trying to say interesting anecdotes where they just don't, they they fall completely flat. They don't hit at all because it's completely irrelevant. But yeah, I, uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big one for the having conversations and running, running simulations uh, in my head for doing that. Um, Judge, this one comes from just trying 444, sorry. Uh, Judge, we all do it. 
It's about being intelligent enough to not let that cloud our perspective. Maleficent Hawk 318 replies, Also, I mean, sometimes it's okay and even good to judge. Sometimes people are bad uh, for you to be around, and that's just important to recognize. Being judgmental is only a bad thing if you're overly so and do it for bad reasons, in my opinion. But even with that, yeah, we all do it. Yeah, the thing about about the yeah, I don't know. The judging people is it depends it depends on what you mean by judge. Like like I I don't know. I feel like to a certain extent we all kind of have to judge, right? Like you if I'm getting if I'm getting creepy vibes from somebody or just weird vibes, I need to judge their character, right? I I have to make judgments. I mean like hmm. I feel like there's a difference between making judgments and being judgmental you know what I mean like I feel like making judgments about people is based on like you know can be based on a variety of like uh factors that play into like a social situation like if I see someone with a um American flag stitched into their backpack I'm making a judgment about that person being from America or an assumption, I guess, but I, I'm my my judgment is that oh they're probably from America, you know what I mean or something like that, like oh they're probably American and then I make might make further judgments about you know um, them based on their American nationality or whatever, but then being judgmental might be something like you know I'm I see somebody with the American flag and be like oh they're American, you know, they are probably rude or something, which is, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that that's stereotype. I'm just saying that, that, that would, that, that's something that a judgmental person would, would say, right? Or they probably, maybe rude isn't a great example, but they're probably, they probably don't know about much about, um, the history of other countries. That's kind of like a stereotype of Americans that they don't really know about other countries. But anyways, um, that, that would be judgmental, right? Because of course you're, 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 you're making judgments based on nothing. But, um, I mean, this is, this is something I'm so guilty for would be, uh, uh, this is so bad. This is so bad. And I don't mean this in any, like, this is not, this is not, does I like, this is no malicious intent. This is a bad habit of mine. And it's not like I, it's not like I'm judging somebody, somebody like morally on this or saying like, oh, this, this is what determines like whether they, uh, oops, this is what determines for me whether they're like a, a, a cool or good person for me. Um, I'm not saying that at all. I have a bad habit of like looking at people's shoes. And this is, this is, please let me explain. Let me explain. I I have over the years since I was like 11 12 years old I have collected sneakers that's just something I was into and and clothing and stuff so when I meet somebody new or something I have a bad habit of like looking down at their feet to see what shoes they're wearing and and it's not like I care really it's not like I really care it's more so that I'm just like that I'm just like oh you know what I mean if they're wearing nice shoes then I can just be like 
oh, nice shoes. But I think that a lot of people, that's like just a ter- such a terrible habit to have because it can make people feel like I'm just being like, mm, yo, who that coming off the pick and roll, damn boy? You know what I mean? Like, they can make people feel like I'm judging their shoes. And let me tell you this. I will judge people for this. This is what, this is what, oh, this happened to me. Oh, okay. I judge people for this. All right. This is, this happened to me recently. And I was quite angry about this. I judge people. If you're wearing nice shoes, like cool sneakers, good sneakers, expensive sneakers, and I see you destroy them, I'm going to be frustrated. Like I was, I was in, I was in a restaurant the other day and I, uh, I was standing and there was this like DoorDash driver or whatever who walked in and he was wearing a pair of shoes that like a really, really, really nice pair of, of Air Jordan sneakers. And they were like that, that just dropped. They just recently dropped and they were covered in mud, covered in dirt. And I was like, and people say to me, people say to me that all the time, they're like, well, Luke, you know, uh, they, they, they bought the shoes. They can do whatever they want with them. And I'm like, you know what? Fair point. But I'm still going to judge you, bro. I have to, bro. I've got to. Those shoes are expensive and you're ruining them. They just dropped. It's okay. It's like, okay, we bought these Air Jordans five, six years ago. If they're messed up, I'm going to... I'm still going to be a little disappointed and be like, ah, damn, those are really nice sneakers. And they're worth more money now, too. And they're all destroyed. I'm going to be like, ah, what a, what a sad day for, for sneakerheads. But but um, if they're new, if they're brand new shoes and they are just already destroyed and covered in dirt and gross and disgusting, I'm like, why waste your money? Why, why are you going to spend all that money on a nice pair of shoes for them to just get destroyed and not treat them well, okay? That is something I do judge people for. I don't necessarily judge people as much for what for for wearing particular shoes, but um, because I if someone else isn't into sneakers, it's not a crime. I don't really care. You know what I mean? I guess it's just a bad habit of looking because I look just in case they're wearing a nice pair of sneakers, and that's what I noticed about this DoorDash driver. As this guy this guy comes in, and I, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm sure he's a totally chill dude. I'm just saying, I judged him for that. <laughs> okay, so yes, we all do it. We all do it. Um, next one here comes from uh, Loke Pa. Wonder if people that have since long disappeared from your life or you've only met once or twice from time to time still think about you. Uh, Ezravesti replies and says... Probably so. I know I have. I've also caught up with people I haven't seen in a decade or more who said they thought of me on occasion. Some of these thoughts of others are seemingly random thoughts that have no connection to anything as of recent. Uh, Reply from Trees Feel 2. Think about how much time you have over 10 years. If If you have a constant inner dialogue and you're awake 12 hours a day, you've got time for 8.22 million unique thoughts 20 seconds per thought if you have enough time to think about someone who cared about who you cared about and wonder how the horses in nyc can stand wearing a top hat hundreds of times over um 
my main takeaway from this was that you sleep 12 hours a day from bullet <laughs> 4 MV92. Um this this is like uh I I always I always think about this. There was somebody who I knew in kindergarten and I don't really remember much about them. I forget their name. I don't even remember what their name was. For the longest time, I did remember their name. I think I started with an M or something like that. But I remember getting along with this with this girl, like in, in kindergarten, at like five years old. Like, I got along with her really well. And all that I could remember about her I was her haircut. She had like a Dora haircut, like from the cartoon. And that her dad owned a pickle bus. A green Volkswagen pickle bus that's what she called it she called it a pickle bus and i never forgot that and every once in a while man i get those thoughts coming back to me about the pickle bus and i think about her and i'm like i wonder what she's doing i wonder if she ever th- she ever thinks about that interaction that i had with her if she ever remembers me who knows but that's one of the earliest rem- memories i have of somebody was in kindergarten this girl telling me about her pickle bus and i do think about it from time to time um, because every time I see one of those, every one time I see one of those like Volkswagen bus type things, just type in Volkswagen pickup bus if you don't know what I'm talking about. It's, when you see it, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but I, I always wonder, I always wonder if, if they think, because every, every time I see one of those pickle buses too, I just think about her and I'm like, oh, I, I wonder, I wonder what she's up to today. Um, sad panda two, four, seven replies and says, I found out a few months back that someone I used to be best friends with and eventually came involved with died in a car accident in his mid-30s. Things didn't end well between us. He broke my heart and we haven't spoken in over eight years. Over the years, I've harbored a lot of pain and resentment about the hurt he caused. Anyway, following the news of his death, I was thrown into a new kind of grief over him. And all I desperately wanted to know was, did he ever still think of me over the last eight years? I know he'd moved on, but... Did certain memories of us or me ever pop into his head over the years? I was absolutely flooded with so many memories in sharp uh, relief. Some I'd completely forgotten about, and I've really struggled knowing that I'm the only one left with those memories now. There's no other half to them anymore. I'll never know if I made as big of an impact on him as he made on me. I struggle with this thought a lot. Did he ever still think about me? Edit, I wrote this before going to sleep last night. Assumed it would disappear into the ether, but thank you for everyone who kind responded kindly. You've given me all, uh, you've all got me in tears. Receiving such empathetic reassurances genuinely means more than you can know. Thank you. Um, well, I can tell you, Sad Panda, that most likely that person did think about you. And the thing is, too, is that, you know, especially when you have deep relationships with people relationships are always mutual right there's always it's always a two-way street no matter what the relationship was and i think that if anyone is telling you that they've never thought about somebody who from a past relationship over years after the, you've break and broken up with them like there was a comment here i don't think i'm gonna be able to get to it but i did see someone say um that they imagined what their life would have been like with a crush they had from like elementary school and people and like how they think about that and 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 how people do that i think it's like those are such normal things like if you thought about what your life would be like for the rest of your life with somebody that you were that you dated in the fifth grade that is normal and the thing is is that we don't ever talk about this sort of stuff so uh, you know it's always it's always so so 
um, shrouded in mystery what other people think about. You know what I mean? It's it's it can be it can be so confusing. You know what I mean? It it we got to break down these barriers, man. That's why the internet is so awesome because uh, you you get people putting their rawest, realest thoughts out there. I seriously don't understand for the longest time how people like just didn't know what was going on in the minds of other people. Because that's the thing is you can meet somebody, especially through the internet, that is so similar to you, but yet lives in, in a place that's like completely geographically different, uh, completely different, maybe even culture or or place where they were brought like brought up in the culture there. But yet somebody can yet still be so similar to you in personality and have similar thoughts and feelings and, and all this sort of stuff. So that is totally, totally normal. And if anyone's telling you that they haven't thought about somebody from their pre- previous relationship, they are definitely lying. So um, next one comes from Suvin Pan. Think about compliments given by someone years ago. S.D. Woodchuck says, When I was in a freshman in high school, I had this super shaggy hair until I got frustrated with it and cut it. This girl in my social studies class noticed it, lit up, and said, I can see your face. I forget what I said in response exactly, but I was clearly shy about it, and she went on, It's a very good thing. It's now 25 years later, and I never grew out my hair again. Wow, that's that's nice. I always tend to remember... Um, people, when they give me compliments about my clothing and stuff or my shoes, like I was walking down the street, maybe a couple months ago and this guy, like I was listening to like music on my headphones, just kind of walk in, you know, and I had a nice outfit on and this guy kind of like, he kind of looked at me as we walked past and then he like was like, Oh, nice shoes, man. And I was just like, Oh, thank you. You know what I mean? And I'll never, I don't, I, like, that's another little interaction that I'll, I won't forget. I just remember it being, him being so genuine and nice. And I was like, oh, that's, that's really nice uh, for you to say that because people don't have to say that. People do not have to say that. If you, if you have the opportunity to give somebody a compliment, especially for something that you, like, notice, and you, you don't have to, you don't have to draw it out. You don't have to make it bigger than it is. You don't have to, you know, now prolong yourself with the conversation you know, just tell them that you like something. If you notice it, you know, speak it into existence, right? Because other people definitely, definitely like to, uh, to hear that sort of stuff. Um, okay. Let's, let's do maybe one more, uh, comment here. Uh, let's go and say, okay. Yeah. Um, opals and bananas. We're all going longer than one week between bedsheet washes. This has got to be true, man. Come on. who Do you seriously wash your bed sheets every week? Every single week? If you're... I'm concerned, okay? If you're washing your bed sheets every week, then I'm starting to think... Like, especially if you only have, like, one set. I only have one set, right? It's not like I can just tear them off and put on a new set of bed sheets. I feel like two to three weeks is generally pretty normal for people. If you're doing it once a week, bro, you don't you have too much time on your hands. You've got way too much time on your hands if you're doing if you're washing your bed sheets weekly. Alright, I'd be like, I'm kinda concerned at that point. Honestly. I'm I'm kinda more thinking like, hmm Really? Every week? What what? You're not you don't do other things? You're not busy? You know? Just bed sheets every week. Hmm. Okay, interesting. 
That was interesting. I'll have to note that. So now we're now we're judging again, folks. Now we're judging again. Uh, that that easy, that simple. But honestly, this podcast is low key all about judging. Last week's episode and the and all the weeks episodes before, I'm like, it's all, it's all, about, it's all about judging people. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyways. Um, why don't we wrap it up here? So thank you too so much for tuning in the Reddit Ask Us podcast. We read and react to comments from r slash ask Reddit. I'm your host, Luke Dick. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcast. Please leave a rating and also leave a review. That helps so, so much. Remember, you if you want to reply to one of the episode uh, titles and or episode themes or our uh, central whatever question of the episode, then call, go comment that on my YouTube channel uh, at Reddit Asks Us, and I'll read that comment out loud on the next following week's episode. Um, I hope everyone is going to have a happy Valentine's Day. Wish those in your life that you love them um, and that wish them the best of days. And let's hope that we can get through the rest of this winter because it's not going to be that much longer, and uh, it's, 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 it's coming in. It's coming in on a close, everybody. It's a, one day at a time. Um, thank you so much for listening, and uh, I'll see you all next week. Thank you. Love you. Bye.